Welcome to Art of the Kickstart, your source for crowdfunding campaign success. I'm your host, Roy Morjan, president of Command Partners, the top full-service crowdfunding marketing agency in the world. We have helped raise over $70 million for our clients since 2010. Each week, I'll interview a crowdfunding success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert in order to help take your startup to the next level with crowdfunding. Art of the Kickstart is honored to be sponsored by The Gadget Flow, a product discovery platform that helps you discover, save, and buy awesome products. The Gadget Flow is the ultimate buyer's guide for cool luxury gadgets and creative gifts. To learn more, visit thegadgetflow.com. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Art of the Kickstart. Today I am joined by Todd Youngblood. Todd, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Roy. Thanks for the opportunity. All right. So, Todd, you launched a project on Indiegogo a little while ago called Cryo for Sleep Performance. Please tell our audience what, what the product's all about. So, uh, we're super excited about Cryo. After uh, quite a few years in the sleep technology space, we had an opportunity to bring the most advanced sleep technology product to market. And it's, uh, it's a product that optimizes sleep quality by modulating the sleep temperature and in simple terms means we help you sleep cooler and sleeping cooler helps you sleep better impressive so you mentioned that this product's been in the works for years and years tell us the backstory well this product in particular has been in development for about two and a half years the underlying knowledge market knowledge and technology understanding really goes back almost uh about 11 years and it all has to do with the technology we're leveraging using thermoelectrics to heat or cool water. We circulate that water in a mattress pad that's on top of the mattress. So we're, that's the technology that's uh, been utilized in a, uh, a predecessor product called the Chili Pad. And what we're doing now is we're taking that technology and building into a product that's part of the IoT, uh, Internet of Things, and making it a smart product that that sits on a Wi-Fi platform and integrates with uh, sleep tracking devices. It's impressive. So we've had great success with the campaign so far, well over six figures with a few weeks left in the campaign. How long have you spent uh, in terms of developing Cryo itself as a system? And talk about some of the, the surprises that you've met along the way. So, yeah, we're really excited about where we're at in the campaign. You know, we're, we're a little less than 30 days in and we've already, like you said, exceeded our, uh, our campaign goals, uh, significantly a couple times over. So we're excited about that. I think the, the challenges of bringing a product to market is it's a balance of, you know, inventor's dilemma type of issues where when, when are you done developing and when is the product ready for commercial activity? And, uh, when are you ready to take orders? When are you ready to start talking to the public about the mark, about the product? So that certainly was an issue that we had to deal with with this this product, and I think we just decided that it was really time to to let it see the light of day and put ourselves against a tight production and uh, finalized development timeline to make sure we could bring a, a great product to market. So you talked about bringing the product to market. You know, what were some of the marketing activities um, that led up to the campaign and the great success that it's seen so far? No, we've been we've been sort of talking to our customers or, or getting an understanding of who our target demographic would be. So when we went about both developing the product 
as well as identifying the price points we wanted to be at. That was all based on understanding the demographic that we wanted to be targeting for this product and setting the feature sets and our cost goals to make sure that the product was well aligned with what our customers be looking to spend for this technology. Yeah, I can't tell you time and time again how important that is. And obviously, a lot of the campaigners that we speak to truly engage their community and ask for that critical feedback on the product and what they want to see. So it's great that not only did you engage them, but create a product that the crowd truly wanted and obviously seeing great success so far. Yeah, we're, we're pretty excited about it. We think we're really just scratching the surface. It's our first uh, crowdfund project. Despite bringing almost 100 different other products to market in many different other categories, this was the uh, the first product we've ever taken direct to consumers on a crowdfund platform. So, Todd, you, you're obviously an experienced entrepreneur. How have you prepared uh, in terms of manufacturing and distribution of this product uh, to make sure that you deliver what the customer is asking for and doing it on time? I, I think the big things that, that get people in trouble are not having a clear supply chain. So understanding what factory the product the product is going to be made in or where is the product going to be made and what are all the miscellaneous costs that are likely to escalate through the process. Um, even just understanding what's what are the shipping costs and the duty and, and what is the fulfillment platform. So I think bringing a lot of other products to market and being involved in other businesses that have commercialized technology we had a really clear sense on what the gotchas were likely to be. You know, ask me again in uh, in nine months how accurate we were. But but at this point, you know, I think we've done a pretty good job of anticipating what our costs are and knowing what our supply chain challenges might be. Uh, in this case, we also really leaned on our network of, of colleagues to find reliable subcontractors. So for the things that we don't know how to do or don't have any experience in like uh, developing software platforms or Wi-Fi connectability, Wi-Fi backends or exchanges. Since we don't have experience with that, we really need to lean on people that that do that as their core competency. So rather than us trying to learn how to do it, just because we can't afford to hire the right people, we, we just need we know we have to build in the costs to to hire the right people out of the gate. Yeah, and that's a key component as well is, you know, knowing what you're good at, obviously, and then hiring the experts to handle exactly what they're good at to make sure that you ensure delivery of a quality product. What um what have been some of the biggest surprises so far in running your first campaign, Todd? Um, I think we had a hard time getting the the right quality of content to make sure that there's not a disconnect on the quality of product we're capable of delivering. You know, if we, we were certainly challenged out of the gate to not, not shortcut ourselves or short, cheddar, short change ourselves on the quality of the video or quality of the prototypes or, or even photography, knowing that if we're not delivering it with a level of excellence on the media content and our presentation, it's going to cast doubts with our backers and they're going to question whether or not we're really up to the task of delivering a high-quality product. Absolutely. So if you were to do this differently in terms of starting this process all over again to launch your Indiegogo campaign, what would you do differently? You know, I'm not sure. I think we would probably spend a little bit more time understanding our target demographic, finding a way to test 
on what marketing would really draw in new audiences. So far, the Indiegogo direct email marketing campaigns have been the most uh, most productive in terms of converting eyeballs to backers. So I think looking at what are some of the other tricks that we could be leveraging with Facebook video ads or other creative content related ads, pay-per-clicks, I think that's one thing that we would want to do a little bit more of in advance. Um, the other thing is finding a way to use our our network of subcontractors or industry partners to get the word out more. And that's something that we're continuing to do even as we're uh, almost 30 days into the campaign. Absolutely. And full disclosure to our listeners, Command Partners is, has been helping Todd with this campaign from the beginning and has been a client for some time. So we appreciate working with you and obviously on this campaign. If you were to give someone a piece of advice that's looking to launch their first campaign on crowdfunding, whether it be Kickstarter or Indiegogo, what would, what would that be to our listeners? You know, granted, you uh, you just kind of gave out the disclaimer, but the reality is of all the things you need to do as, a, as an entrepreneur to be successful, you can't do everything yourself. You have to make sure you're spending time doing what you do best at. And so essentially, you know, to get to the quick of it, hire hire the right talent to make sure that the campaign is up to snuff. We would absolutely not have been able to accomplish what we've done so far without the right help. And, uh, you know, Command Partners as a marketing partner has really done a great job of helping us understand the platform and how to attract the right people. We wouldn't have had the first thing to, uh, we want to know where to start. And, that, you know, that's, we're a company or a, a group of people that have, have sold a whole lot of product of over $100 million of product into the market over the last 15 years. We know how to sell stuff. We know how to develop stuff that sells well. But uh, we would not have been successful on the, on the crowdfund platform without, without the right know-how. Absolutely. So, Todd, this gets us into our launch round where I rapid-fire questions at you. You good to go? All right. Sounds great. Awesome. So, what inspired you to be an entrepreneur? Probably the um, the easiest answer is my uncle invented the waterbed going back uh, 45 years ago. I saw how you know one person with a great idea can really change an industry, and in his case, it was a five billion dollar a year business, and it, you know at its peak was sold almost a billion dollars a year of their product. So you know one idea, regardless of how simple, well executed, can really change an industry. So that got me pretty fired up to. Um, to think outside the box and really feel like I can change change the world with my little crazy ideas. That's awesome. So if you could meet any entrepreneur throughout history, who would it be? I think I'd probably go with Richard Branson. He's done so many diverse businesses. He's an active entrepreneur now. He's a crazy guy that's uh, done all kinds of different things. And he's found a way to innovate in everything from cell phones to airplanes to resorts you know, it's it's pretty amazing what, what that guy's accomplished. So if you had only one question to ask Mr. Sir Richard Branson, what would it be? Huh. How does he spend the most time doing what he's best at? Solid. Uh, who did you look up to when you grew up? I'm not sure. Uh, you know, my vantage point growing up was, was a bit unusual. I didn't really think that much about dreams or about uh, what I wanted to do when I grew up. So, so I'm not sure. I guess the closest would probably be my uncle. 
No, definitely. Uh, what yeah, book he was is a guy on? when sorry, you know, ahead, he was a guy ahead. carrying around a, a suitcase cell phone in in the in the eighties before anyone really knew what it was, and a guy that was you know buying Ferraris and making money on buying cars when everyone else would see a depreciating assets. So when you when you engage with somebody like that, that he just broke all the rules of what everyone would think was normal. It you know definitely changes your perspective a bit. No, I'm sure that was very inspiring. What um what book is on your nightstand? Let's see. I think it would be the one thing. So it's sort of a pick your one thing. Make sure you're you're choosing the most important thing and you spend enough time working on it to get it fully accomplished before you jump to the next. Awesome. Where do you see yourself in five years? I think where we're going to be in five years is. Uh, working on a product with a company that's been uh, very successful accomplishing our, our revenue goals with a group of great investors that's uh, enjoying the ride and uh, we're, we're in the midst of changing the way people sleep. Absolutely. Final question, Todd. What does the future of crowdfunding look like to you? You know, I see, you know, the law of, of commerce is that it always gets more efficient over time. And when I look at the capability of, you know, you buy something on Amazon, you very well might get it shipped directly from the factory in China. You know, the 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 B2C business to consumer or, or what they talk about in China, the F2C factory to consumer, that's here to stay. And so I think when I look at the future of commerce, it's understanding your customer is absolutely critical to the success of companies in the future. We have to have relationships not with our retailers, but really understand how our products are used and what the customer expects from us as a brand or as a technology partner. Awesome. Todd, you've been great. Please give our audience your pitch. Tell us what you're all about, where people should go, and why they should go buy a cryo. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity. So if you go to Sleep Cryo, that's cryo with a K, Sleep kryo.com. You'll get all the details on our campaign. If you know anyone that doesn't sleep well, if they sleep cooler, they sleep better. The number one cure for insomnia is to sleep cooler. You know, sleep doctors recommend people sleeping between 60 and 68 degrees. The reality is with mattresses, the way they're made today, it doesn't matter how cold you make your room, you can't get your mattress down in those ranges unless you're actively cooling it. And that's what we do. Beyond the cooling technology, we can in real time take information off of a sleep tracking device and automatically change the temperature of your bed to increase your sleep quality and your sleep quantity. So can you imagine you get an extra hour of sleep every single night by still sleeping your same seven hours? The difference is you're getting 20% more REM and deep sleep. I mean, the the performance and the the results are just off the charts. Todd, you've been awesome. Thank you so much for being on our show. Everyone, thank you again for tuning in. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com for all of the show notes, a full transcript, links to everything we talked about today, including a link to the campaign, as well as a coupon for the gadget flow. Todd, thank you so much for joining us on Art of the Kickstart. Absolutely. My pleasure, Roy. Thanks again. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Art of the Kickstart, the show about building a better business, world, and life with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to visit artofthekickstart.com and tell us about it. There you'll find additional information about past episodes and our Kickstarter guide to crushing it. 
If you've loved this episode, leave us a review at artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes. It helps more inventors and entrepreneurs find the show and helps us get better guests on here to help build your business. If you need a more hands-on crowdfunding strategy, please feel free to request a quote on commandpartners.com. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you soon.